Hello, lovely human beings, and welcome back to another Eat Gluten-Free With Me podcast episode. Except this one is something that I never expected that I was going to be recording this week because I have not experienced this in about over a year. Lauren got glutened, and I wanted to come on here and share my experience, the situation, And just everything that happened and how I went about it because I really haven't experienced this in quite a long time and I had a lot of emotions running through me and overall, I think I handled the situation very, very well. Um, Usually, if I realize that I've been gluten, I'll go into a panic attack and I didn't. And I wanted to share what I did, how I went through the situation, how I calmed myself down, Um, just because I think that it's really helpful and really useful. And yeah, this sucked. I was really, really mad and I felt guilty and I felt ashamed, but I was also like, I was at a restaurant and this was out of my control. And that's the thing that we have to realize is that when we go out to eat, we're putting our trust into other people's hands. And sometimes that trust is broken. And this is what leads people with celiac disease and other allergies to not want to eat out anymore because that trust can get broken over and over and over again. It's like going back to a guy that you just know isn't good for you, but you're like trusting him with your whole heart. That's how like going out to dinner with celiac disease is. It's like, (laughs) hey, babe, I'm putting all of my trust into you. Please don't lie to me. Please don't mess up please make this work. And then they just don't. And you're like, wow, why did I trust you? I'm never going to trust you again. I'm not going to eat out ever again. And it leads you into this vicious cycle of having fear of eating out and anxiety when it comes around restaurants and stuff like that. So let's chat about it. It was my best friend's 25th birthday. Wait, no, (laughs) she turned 24. Why do why I keep like, I always project and think that my age is older than I am. Like I'm only 24, but I think I'm 25 because most of my friends are 25. No, my best friend's younger than me. She turned 24. <laughs> so we are both 24. Uh, that's really funny. Anyways, it was a day of celebration. We did this whole wine tour for her. It was super fun. Um, your girl, you already know I packed my little lunch for the day because on like when it comes to someone's birthday and like an occasion... I don't put my perspective of where to eat out there. I kind of just like let them do their thing and I pack snacks and I pack meals in case I can't eat there because I want them to have the best birthday that they want to have and I don't want to change the plan or make them go for to a specific place because of my eating habits. Um, And I'm sure if I asked, she would have totally been like, okay, we'll go here instead. But like with the wine tour, it's like food doesn't really come like during wine tours anyway so I decided to bring my own lunch which I'm glad I did because none of the places really had sustainable food as a meal that would have gotten me through the day um so I packed a little burrito bowl and I think I posted on my story I can't remember yeah I did already of me eating my burrito bowl while everyone else kind of ate their own food at the wineries and I don't mind it really doesn't bother me as long as my best friend is having the best birthday then I am completely and utterly happy So after the wine tour, we were like, we got to go get dinner. And we hadn't, well, she had chosen a place and she specifically chose it for me because she's the best friend ever. And she was like, it has a whole written up menu. And let me tell you guys, over the past year, I've been really proud of myself. I have become way less restrictive when it comes to eating out. I trust myself more. I don't really choose restaurants that are dedicated gluten-free, one, because I like to push myself outside my comfort zone, and two, 
I don't think you should only have to limit yourself to dedicated gluten-free restaurants as long as you ask the right questions. So when she told me that they had a menu and there was a bunch of gluten-free options, I was like, I'm sold. I've eaten at restaurants that have no written up menu and I've been completely fine. So I'm like, this is going to be amazing. Because in my head, it's like, if they have a gluten-free menu, like a written up, you know, marked up menu saying what's gluten-free, in my head, it's, oh, they're allergen friendly. But then I remember, or sometimes I forget to remember, that some restaurants, I'm trying to be nice here, some restaurants just put it for marketing. They don't give a shiitake mushroom about people with allergies. And that's kind of the situation that I experienced at this restaurant. So it was called Brickman in Kingston, New York. I am going to at them because I do think that the situation is really important for them to educate and for them to learn about the situation. I'm not sure if they're ever going to listen to this podcast, but if they do, I hope they take information away from it and that they actually train their staff to understand allergies Um, not just servers, but runners and everyone in their, in their restaurant. And I'll explain why I was kind of upset about the situation and how the restaurant handled it. But first let's get into it. So I was super excited because we walked in and the restaurant was super cute and bougie. It's kind of close to New York City. So you kind of get those cute vibey restaurants. And I was like, ooh, I was watching the food come out of the back. It looked super clean, super high quality. So I was like, usually when you go to a restaurant that has super clean, high quality food, they tend to understand allergies more than like a dive restaurant or a restaurant that has a super tiny kitchen, stuff like that. I just have learned over the years and through experiences of eating out and getting glutened kind of what I find in restaurants and how I can perceive and see it as safe. But again, as you know, sometimes things slip through the cracks. So we sat down and I looked at the menu and there were a bunch of gluten-free options. Um, They had fries that said that they were gluten-free. They had salads that were gluten-free, entrees, I think only one entree that was gluten-free, but they had options, which was better than no options. So I was like, okay, cool. So they brought fries to our table and I was like, oh, did anyone order French fries? And they were like, no. And she's like, oh, these are complimentary. And I was like, well, that's really cool. Like, I want some. And I saw that on the menu, their fries were labeled gluten-free. So I was like, oh, this is going to be legendary. So... If you haven't already, go back and watch the reel that I just released because you can see the full interaction. I ended up recording this entire situation, which just happens to be so Lauren of me, um, that I got all of this on recording. So I have proof that someone fucked up here. But I asked, it was a runner. It was not a server. It was a runner. And I asked her, I was like, hey, just let you know I have a gluten allergy. I just want to verify that these are in a dedicated fryer and that there's no chance of cross-contamination. She said that the fries were fried in a separate fryer from everything else and that cross-contamination, strictly not possible. I was like, whoa, that's cool. And in the background, you can hear all my friends like, yeah, yeah. Even one of my friends was like, is this a prank? Like everyone was so excited because... Throughout the day, I was with some people that I haven't seen in a while and they were kind of asking me like how cross-contamination works and I was telling them how I haven't gotten glutened in a year and overall, I'm with like my second family. Like these people I was with are my best friend's family and I've grown up with them for the past decade. So I love them with all my heart. I'm super comfortable around them all. 
So they were all super excited for me. So I got a bunch of video of them eating the fries. And then I was like, ooh, I'm going to eat one. And it was delicious. But then like in my gut, I was like, I don't know. This seems like too good to be true. Like un- unlimited dedicated gluten-free french fries like I don't I don't know I just don't believe it and when my gut feels that something's off I listen to it because she's always right so the server came and we started to order our food and I was just like telling my friend because I didn't want people to question why I was asking again I was like I just want to verify with her that these are celiac safe and in my head I was like Lauren this doesn't even matter because you literally already ate one but I was like it's just for my peace of mind which maybe I shouldn't even have asked But I'm glad I did because otherwise I would have kept, you know, we'll we'll get there. Anyways, so I go, hi, I just want to verify that the fries are in a dedicated gluten-free fryer and that it's celiac safe, like I have an allergy. And she was like, yeah, so the fries are fried with other things that have gluten. It's all in the same oil. So depending on how intolerant you are, you can like decide if that's okay for you. Number one that... I try to usually not get upset about this, um, but she said, depending on how intolerant you are. Guys, uh, like, I'm saying I have an allergy. There's no intolerance there. Like, where is this education and training coming in for servers? Like, if someone says they have an allergy, this is not an intolerance. An allergy and intolerance are two separate things. So number one, that's already telling me that there is a lack of knowledge between what an allergy is and what an intolerance is. I did mention celiac in my statement to her. Obviously had no clue what that was if she didn't know what an allergy was. Um, so I didn't say anything. My response was like so stupid. I w- Well, I'm not going to say it's stupid. Nothing's stupid. No one's response is ever stupid. But it was not like cohesive and it didn't make sense. Um, I was like, good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Because I was just so flustered and in that moment my entire body just like sank to the floor and my best friend was looking at me like fuck we fucked up and I was like it's okay like just don't worry like I kind of took a second to just like collect my thoughts but I was like I'm not having a reaction right now so like I'm gonna order dinner as if I didn't have a reaction because the server was like oh my god like okay I'm gonna go tell the manager and the server um And then I was like, I got to order dinner. Like, it says it's gluten-free. Like, let me just verify. So I was like, hey, like, can you put together a salad for me? Like, the salad says it's gluten-free. Let's get a salad with chicken. But, like, is the chicken cooked on a grill top where there's bread? Because now I'm trying to think of all the questions about cross-contamination because they clearly don't understand it. So she was like, I honestly have no clue. So I was like, cool. Again, you don't know. Like, I don't know. I just didn't feel uneasy about the situation just because I was with my best friend and I wasn't feeling a reaction. So I was like, you know what? Let's just go further. And I was like, okay, cool. We're going to get the salad. I want chicken and I want it cooked in a separate pan to prevent cross-contamination. Like I can have zero cross-contamination. I started to get Well, I was just very, like, upfront. I mean, like, no cross-contamination, just so she was, like, understanding. And she clearly understood. She was like, yes, I will let them know. And she did come back after I ordered to be, like, I talked with the manager, I talked with the server, and then I was like, okay, I just want to ask again, like, is the salad going to be cross-contamination safe in a separate pan the chicken is cooked? And she was like, yes, it will be. So I was like, okay, I feel pretty confident in that. And I was like, it's a salad. Like, what are the chances you will get gluten on a salad that says it's gluten-free on the menu and everything is like cross-contamination safe. Unlikely. 
And I was like, well, fuck, I already just gluten myself anyway, so, like, whatever. <laughs> so, after the server left, everyone was just, like, staring at me. They're all like, fuck, like, what's gonna happen? And I was like, well, I don't feel anything right now. I mean, it only had been, like, three, four minutes. Um, but I was like, I don't feel anything right now, but, like, if I have a reaction, like, I'm gonna be vomiting. And I started to get really nauseous, but my friend was just kind of, she like held my hand she was like lauren it's honestly placebo effect like because someone told you that you could possibly have just ate something that cross-contacted with gluten you're gonna think to yourself automatically that you should be having a reaction and i was like you're so right you are so right so i was like in my head like just breathe i was pretty quiet like when stuff like this happens i get really quiet because i just have to like I have a lot of anxiety, so, like, I'm just trying to, like, breathe it out, so I was just, like, thinking to myself, breathing it out, my friend just kept checking in on me, she was like, are you okay, are you okay, I was like, yes, I'm not feeling anything, um, and overall, I had no reaction, I didn't have anything, I didn't, the only thing was that my face was, like, super flushed, but that was probably just from anxiety, I didn't get nauseous, I didn't have any loose bowel movements, no chills, no diarrhea, so why did this happen? Because technically, if I just got gluten, shouldn't I be having a reaction? Here's my theory. I only had one French fry, which is like, French fries are naturally gluten-free. Um, and because it was in a fryer that potentially was fried with other things that contain gluten, the cross-contact could have been less than 20 parts per million of gluten. And they say 20 parts per million of gluten is the amount that a celiac can handle before having a reaction. So I'm assuming that the amount of gluten I consumed from this cross-contact was less than 20 parts per million, which is why I didn't have a reaction. This is still surprising for me because I am super, super, super fucking sensitive. So like, like I said, like I've gotten sick from like, I don't know eating a cough drop something like so stupid so like this to me it was like oh I'm definitely gonna get sick but I didn't I didn't have any reaction but this has also happened to me before and I can't really explain why sometimes I can have a crumb of gluten and my body goes into this like crazy flu-like symptoms and sometimes like I've never I've probably talked about this on other episodes but one time I ate two slices of gluten quiche didn't have a single reaction so it's like I don't understand why sometimes my reactions when I consume less gluten are crazy bad and then other times when I consume a mouse like mass amounts of gluten I have no reaction. I really can't explain why that happens. Some like I just I don't understand the body, I guess. Um but I do know that my reactions fluctuate and I'm not really sure why and I'm not sure if because I haven't been glutened in so long and my body is so healed that maybe it wasn't triggered by this. It was able to, I don't know. I really can't explain. My only logical reasoning was that it was less than 20 parts per million and therefore my body didn't react. Um, the other situation that I thought of in my head, which maybe I should have verified, but because I didn't get sick, it didn't really cross my mind to ask was that one of the servers was wrong. The runner was either correct and the, that the fries were fried in a separate fryer and the server was wrong and maybe the server really had no clue what she was talking about and there was no gluten going into that fryer. Because usually when restaurants have like unlimited fries, I would see it making sense that they would have a dedicated french fry fryer. <clears throat> but also 
if she tells me that there's gluten and fr- other fried items going into that fryer, like they served onion rings and other fried things, then I was like, okay, then I kind of believe her. And I would assume that a server would be more knowledgeable about it than a runner because a runner isn't going to be communicating with customers. I, pro- I probably could go through a list and been like, Lauren, you should have done this. You should have talked to the manager. You should have done that. After I felt freaking guilty as hell, I was like, oh my God, I just gluten myself. But like, it was out of my control. I trusted information that someone gave to me and like, what else can you do, you know? It's like, technically I shouldn't have to have verified again that they were safe. I should have been able to trust that one person and moved on. Um, But something in my gut was telling me that I was wrong. And I shouldn't feel guilty about that. I was literally trusting information that it was given to me. But it's something about us celiacs that we always feel guilty when it happens to us. Like, I should have done this. I should have done that. And we can constantly replay that in our head. And we can constantly think about that and make ourselves feel mad about it and mad at ourselves for what happened. But we did nothing wrong. And I think this is all about having grace with yourself and being kind to yourself And also reminding yourself that every time a situation like this happens, it's a learning experience and you learn and educate yourself on what to do next time this happens. When it came to this situation, another thing that kind of upset me is that the server came over and said she spoke with the manager and another server, which probably wasn't even the girl that talked to me, about the situation and nobody came up to me and asked me if I was okay. Like... I worked in hospitality and food service for 10 years of my life. If I knew someone had an allergy and they consumed something that could possibly hurt that allergy, even though I don't have said allergy, I would be going up to them and being like, oh my God, your meal is comped on us. I'm so sorry about this situation. Are you feeling okay? Is there anything that we can get for you? Nobody did anything. Like even the server was like weird with me. Like, I don't know. It was just kind of odd. I just felt like there was no sense of customer value, which I just didn't like. But I guess I'm a perfectionist and I care about people and I have a larger insight on allergies and people that deal with celiac disease. So maybe that's a biased opinion coming coming from that side. But I would not recommend going to Brickman's, which is in Kingston, New York. I don't think they're allergen safe. I don't think they're celiac safe. And I wouldn't recommend that someone with a gluten allergy or celiac disease or any allergy, go and eat there. I also have a map called the Gluten-Free Eats map via the Atlee app. And my map has like over 30,000 gluten-free restaurants. So before we went there, my friend told me where we were going to eat and I looked it up and it wasn't on my map. And, you know, I I guess I should have been a little like, oh, why isn't this on my map? Because my map has like so many gluten-free restaurants on it. And there were others around it that were on my gluten-free eats map but I've also gone to restaurants that have no labeled gluten-free menu that are not on my map and been fine and then added them to my map for others to try because I'm like wow this place was so celiac safe um but this place was just a fraud like (laughs) their gluten-free items their french fries you guys remember when I said their french fries were marked gluten-free on their menu that's not true they're not gluten-free like that's why I was confused so I don't know. I don't know what happened, but I've also been to other restaurants that say their nachos are gluten-free and they're labeled gluten-free on the menu. And then you ask and they say, oh, you have celiac or an allergy, don't eat because they're fried in a fryer that contains gluten. So it's like whenever anything is fried and it says it's gluten-free, you cannot trust that because they might be doing it just for marketing of the gluten-free diet, not because they're allergen safe. 
And that brings us into the topic and the conversation of what is considered celiac friendly and celiac safe. It's just really difficult nowadays. And it's like that celiac friendly, celiac safe, dedicated gluten-free, like all of that means so many things to different people. Like to me, Chipotle is celiac safe because I've eaten there for over a decade and I've never gotten sick. But then I have other people coming to me and being like, I've gotten sick there, so that's not celiac safe for me. So I guess when it comes to looking for restaurants for someone as a celiac, you have to determine and figure out what is celiac safe for you and what does that definition mean to you. Because in my mind, celiac safe is anywhere where I've never gotten sick before while eating their food. I don't care if it's 100% dedicated gluten-free or if it just has a gluten-free menu or they just have a gluten-free options or there's no menu that's labeled you literally ask them and they tell you the gluten-free options if i can get a safe meal there and they've taken the allergen procedures that is considered celiac safe to me having a labeled gluten-free menu obviously the situation tells you that that means shit because they can have a labeled menu and they just don't they don't care about that at all and i think this is why apps like find me gluten-free have had so many difficulties um because Again, there's a lot of these restaurants that say they're gluten-free and they're not. And I think when it comes to my Atlee map and the gluten-free eats map, and when we were working on creating that, the number one thing for us was verifying with these restaurants and communicating with them if we weren't sure if they were celiac friendly and calling them up and be like, yo, like we're dealing with people with celiac disease. We're trying to create this map of restaurants that are celiac friendly um like what are your allergen procedures and I think that is what separates the Atlee map and the gluten-free eats map from find me gluten-free is that we actually take the time to make sure that these restaurants are legit and what they're putting out there but again nothing is 100% things change all the time and we obviously try to keep up with that and like every couple of months we are going to go back and verify with these restaurants that they are still celiac friendly but things change all the time. So when it comes to any of these apps that you're using, whether it's Find Me Gluten Free, whether it's the Gluten Free Eats map via Atlee, you always have to remember that these apps are tools for you, but they're not the end-all be-all. You use a tool to find a restaurant, maybe before you go, just call up and verify. Um, just because of how ever-changing the restaurant industry is and what their procedures are for allergies. Um, like I said, I go to places all the time that have no labeled gluten-free menu, like Sometimes I go out with my parents and I don't expect to eat and then they're like, oh, we can totally make you an allergen safe meal. I'm like, oh, cool. Really? Like, oh my God, this is the best meal I've ever had in my entire life. So it's all about using all of your tools in your toolbox, asking questions, calling ahead of time, using your apps to find these celiac safe restaurants. You got to use all of the tools. Overall, I just wanted to share my experience about this whole situation because it was frustrating and I felt ashamed and I felt guilty, but I also think I handled the situation very well. I didn't give myself a panic attack. I was able to use the tools that I've learned in yoga and deep breathe through the situation to help control my anxiety, which is something I would have never been able to do before pre-practicing yoga. And I obviously had the support of my friend there who cared and checked up on me like all the time. Um, but then I was also confident in educating them, not just being like, okay, cool. I was like, no, this isn't okay, actually. You have to know what an allergy is and you have to make sure that you 
you know your stuff because you could get someone really sick. Like when she came back to me, I didn't get the summer courting, but I was like, you do realize that serving someone with celiac disease gluten can ruin and damage their small intestine, correct? And she was like, yeah, I totally understand. I'm like, okay, cool. So just make sure you go back to your manager and you guys really make sure your staff understands what you're talking about before you go over here and label a menu gluten-free. I was very stern with them and very direct because it's not okay that you're labeling menus gluten-free and you're getting others sick. Again, not sure, again, what the whole process in their kitchen is or what their allergen training is like at their restaurant, but... It's just important to have these conversations with restaurants and educate them because if you don't educate them, then they're never going to learn and they're going to continue doing this in the future. So yeah, just know if you get glutened, you're not alone. We all go through this. It's actually funny. I'm in a group chat with a couple girls who have celiac disease and my other friend the night before had gotten glutened. And then my other friend texted me the day after I got glutened and said that she got glutened. So it is an ever, like, it's a never ending thing that people are, it's happening and it's just really frustrating, but just know and don't feel ashamed or guilty about the situation because sometimes it's out of your control. If you're listening to this podcast and you haven't already seen my reel on the situation, be sure to check that out. I'm also going to be posting more videos that I took about the situation on my story so you can kind of see my in-the-moment thoughts and things that were flying through my head because you know me, I'm Lauren, I record everything and I just was like, I have to record um, the situation so you guys know my actual live thoughts while this was occurring. So... I love you all. I hope that you learn something from this situation. I hope that my experience helps you, you know, realize that you're not alone in this. It helps you feel less ashamed and less guilty. And I love you. And I hope you have a wonderful afternoon.